0: I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world, and we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, you guys, and happy Wednesday. Today, I just wanted to start off this episode with a huge thank you to you guys. Thank you so much for listening to News Shore. It may sound weird, but whenever I'm about to go on a trip... I kind of get emotional, like I see things more clearly and like what is important, if that makes sense. And Devin and I are actually about to head out to the very rural Arkansas mountains and you know, for those who are worried about the pandemic, it's actually much less densely populated than where I live currently. So it's definitely going to be, um, a stay in the car until we're at our destination type of thing. Like we are literally not going to be getting out of the car if we can avoid it. Um, and we'll probably have as much contact with people as we have in our day-to-day life here. But that said, it's an early, um, you know, and quiet, celebration of my birthday and it has me all in my feels it's my last couple weeks of being in my 20s and I'm just so grateful to get to tell you guys the news each day doing this is truly my dream come true and if you guys didn't listen it wouldn't be possible so I wanted to thank you guys so sincerely from the bottom of my heart for coming here to get your news That said, we are starting today's episode off with some tea, y'all. So, the Republicans in the Senate stood up en masse to oppose the second impeachment trial of President Trump. Only five of all the Republicans took the side of the Democrats and voted to move forward with the impeachment trial. Even Mitch McConnell who told those around him that he was glad the Democrats were bringing impeachment charges, still did not side with the Democrats. But it was 55 to 45 on the side of the Democrats, so the trial will go forward. But it seems like it will be an uphill battle for Democrats to get Trump convicted. As a quick reminder... In order to convict President Trump and thereby likely blocking him from ever running for public office again, they would need a two-thirds majority of the Senate in order to convict. Um, And that's, you know, in terms of votes, they need two-thirds of them, not just one over half, if that makes sense, not just one over, but they need two-thirds. So, Even though this particular vote and this particular stand-up wasn't super consequential in terms of starting the trial, the trial is still going to happen because the Democrats won 55-45, to but it does not bode well for getting the president convicted, which is the more practical reason for the trial in the first place. But, obviously... Opponents of the president and those who disapprove of his recent actions aren't just looking for a political outcome of blocking him for running for public office again. They also want to see consequences for his actions and the more petty members of Congress wanted to see him branded as the only president to be impeached twice, which they achieved. How will the trial go? We will just have to wait and see. Like I said yesterday, it will begin the week of February 8th, which is my 30th birthday. (laughs) Stay tuned. We will keep you guys posted on everything. For our next story, Capitol Hill Police Chief apologizes to Congress about the riots in early January. So, the Capitol Hill Police have now officially apologized for their role in the Capitol riots that took place on January 6th. Bravo! I am honestly really impressed and relieved by this. I think it shows that we still have decent, quality people in the police force, and it gives me hope. The woman, who is now the police chief, she described the incident as a, quote, terrorist attack, end quote, and took accountability for the failure to respond adequately to what they had heard about from the FBI. They underestimated the Trump's uh, Trump crowds per chance for violence and allowed things to get out of control. This chief of police, the one that apologized, was actually not the chief who was in charge during the time of the riots, but she is his replacement. Hopefully, she will make sure that the Capitol is fully prepared for any similar breaches of security and process warnings from the FBI with more seriousness. She also discussed that many of her officers are now suffering from PTSD after the attacks and watching two of their fellow officers die in the riots, as well as many of them have now contracted COVID from being among the maskless crowds. The disrespect and outright murder of the police officers in these riots was obviously horrific, For America to watch, and hopefully something we will never have to see again. Good luck in your new role, Chief Pittman. We need you. So, for our next story Italy's Prime Minister, a man by the name of Giuseppe Conte, offered his resignation yesterday. This move, I know it sounds dramatic, but may lead to an all-out collapse of Italy's government, and it wouldn't be the first time. Why? Let me give you a little background. If you remember, Italy was one of the first Western countries to really get railroaded by the coronavirus. They were kind of the country that raised the red flags that led us all to taking it more seriously. Well, they are not out of the woods. There are still a lot of cases of COVID in Italy. And the other thing you need to know is Italy has both a president and a prime minister. They also have multiple political parties. In order to be prime minister, you have to be able to pull these parties together into a coalition that supports you. And what happened was one of the left-leaning groups pulled their support of the current prime minister And without them, he doesn't have the numbers he needs to be prime minister anymore. So what happens next? Well, a bunch of different outcomes are possible. There could be a situation where the prime minister is joined by more right-leaning groups in retaliation to keep him as prime minister. Or he could meet the demands of the left-leaning party that abandoned him. Or a new prime minister could be voted in. There are many other options besides these three as well. But one thing is clear, this could not have come at a worse time for a struggling country. So unfortunately, I feel like I need to share a morbid milestone with you guys. So sadly, we have hit a devastating milestone of 100 million cases of COVID worldwide. It's hard to even like wrap your mind around that number. 100 million cases. Like I've said before, I remember when people genuinely thought it would never make it to the United States or to our state or to our city, but no community ended up being immune from the virus. And those who reacted seriously from day one were the ones to have been affected the least. Everyone else was left with a big mess almost a year later. We won't make that mistake twice, that I can assure you. And we're ending today with a short story, but there was a tornado that touched down in Alabama. A tornado outside of Birmingham, Alabama has actually killed one person, injured 30, and leveled buildings in the area. Tornadoes are common in this area of the world, but that doesn't make them any less devastating when they leave businesses and homes destroyed in their wake. We in Oklahoma would know. Stay strong, Alabama. And that's the news to shore. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, get in the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life that I am trying to create? If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement. And that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News to Shore. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.